0: Our Zambia.
1: So this is Zambia, it's a country that we enjoy but I'd love to see a Zambia where um, developments are taking part in all the parts of the country. Yes. I would love to see rural areas having plenty schools as well. A situation where pupils would go to school not in a distant category where they reach schools tired, making them unable to learn or to concentrate in classes properly. Situations where we have hospitals everywhere in rural areas, concentration must also be there. Where we see our maternity wings working properly with our mothers, uh, people delivering without problems or uh, for any ailments people can walk easily to reach the healthy facilities minus walking which may at some point deprive them an opportunity to life. 56 years of independence. The Great Republic. Join in the discussion every other Thursday at 9 hours with the support of Oxfam in Zambia.
0: Good morning. It's uh, nine o'clock. It's uh, episode five of the Our Zambia uh, program supported by Oxfam in Zambia and the Civil Society Poverty Observatory Group. My name is Lucci. Today's program... Is special. Uh, our guest this morning was at one time Minister of Finance and National Planning under the Levi Mwanawasa administration. He also worked under the uh, late uh, Dr. Kenneth Kaunda's administration for 20 years, served as Permanent Secretary for the Ministry of Commerce, Industry and Trade, the Central Province, Ministry of Agriculture and Water Development, and the National Commission for Development Planning. He was, in, he was Managing Director for the Lima Bank and the Zambia National Commercial Bank, and was part of the team that initiated the privatization program under Zimco. To help his memory in remembering his journey, he's written a very informative book entitled The Depth of My Footprints. Our guest this morning is uh, Ngandu Peter Magande. We're live on Phoenix FM, Capital FM, QFM, Joy FM in Lusaka. In Dola, we're live on Sun FM. In Central Province on KNC Radio. In Wapula on Luapula Radio. In Northern Province on Radio Mano. North Western Province on Solwezi FCC. In Southern Province on Baita FM. Western Province on Liambai FM and we're also streaming on our facebook page as well as the we went to news media facebook page let me um... i have the, I have the pleasure by the way this morning of welcoming um... honorable magande on the line with us
2: thank you it's a, a, a great honor for me to share experiences of my work under dr kawanda somebody who has left us and they will not see him physically anymore
0: Mm, it's a it's a great honor for me, uh, you know, to speak to you. And you know, this 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 past these past couple of days, we've been speaking to various people, uh, you know, about how they remember him. Um, I wanted to just get you know your first views uh, around how you would describe uh, you know Dr. Kenneth Kaunda uh, as a person and also as as a leader as well. Well, uh,
2: Lucy, I first came first to face with Dr. Kaunda in 1974 it was at a cabinet meeting in the state house and uh, I had uh, been summoned from Mague where I was living before coming to Lusaka to come and explain and listen to what the leaders were thinking of doing in the agricultural industry I ended up at maguey I had gone to do my final uh, research on uh, agriculture from a university when i was doing a master of agricultural uh degree and uh, when i arrived at the state house as a young man then in the fresh uh, civil seventy, i thought i would see this uh, person uh in a, a different mood but what amazed uh, made me as we were getting into break time he started serving us tea now i uh, it's very rare that you go to someone's house and uh, uh, they serve you tea most of us you would call the house maid or your young son to come and serve the visitors tea but dr kaunda actually served me tea a cup of tea together with all the senior people the ministers who were there and i felt very welcome in his presence by the time the debate was going on and i was the only economy said agriculture, and I was writing notes. I thought I was before somebody who knew where he was, where he had come from, and now he knew where he was going, but he wanted a collective decision of cabinet together with some of us, to agree on where Zambia should be in terms of agricultural development. So that was very, very humbling and obviously it also showed quite a lot of leadership because in the meeting when I was being introduced he just said, young man, welcome to the meeting I hope you are going to carry on what we are thinking of doing here and therefore that is a a state of a leader who has a vision and he goes before the followers to show his vision Mm -hmm. and from that day onwards I personally was very clear of the vision of Dr. Kaunda in terms of agricultural uh, development in the country. So that was my first experience. And later on, of course, by the time I became a senior civil servant, I would go there for some consultations, for some swearing-in, as he promoted me in different areas. And uh, I was surprised that from that very first meeting Dr. Kaunda never, never would be asking anybody to say who is this young man. Mm -hmm. He knew, and when you met him, Dr. Kaunda remembered people's names very, very clearly. And obviously, later on, when I now started uh, doing my own research, I discovered he was a son of a, a missionary, he was a teacher himself, and I said, this is what the profession of teaching does. It makes you remember the people your keep using, so that if they have a problem, you deal with them at the individual level, and later on, I will perhaps uh, give you a bit of a glimpse of how I basically was helped by Dr. Kaunda. So this is somebody that I will never forget, and uh, that is why I reflected in my book, The Depth of My Footprints, there is a whole chapter there on the reflections on Dr. Kaunda.
0: You 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 also met him very recently. I, I noticed on your Facebook page there's a picture, it's a wonderful picture of you, your your grand your grandchild, uh, you that know, man. and 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 him. Do you do you remember that meeting? Do you remember what he said to you when you presented or showed him the book?
2: Do you do you remember it all? Yes, I I recall it very very much. As I was writing this book, uh, Lucy, much of it it was to do with. The, what work I did for Zambia under Dr. Kaunda. So he appears in a lot of uh, pages of my book, but that is why at the end I had a chapter dedicated to a reflection on him. I had known during uh, myself, I had known his family, Uh, I rarely met Mama Betty, I think I only met her once, but I knew all his children and uh, people like Dr. Waza, we went together to university and so on. So when I finished writing the book, which basically was 65 years of my life, I thought that somebody who had basically done so much in my life must get a copy from me, a, a gift. And I went there in October uh, 2018, which was uh, on 23rd, a day before Independence celebrations. And I said, old man, I have brought you a gift, it's just a book, and it's a book on me, but you are the one who built me where I am. And uh, he reacted, he said, uh, thank you very much for remembering me, but you know, uh, and then suddenly from now on, then he says, you know Peter. And then I said, oh, he still remembers my middle name. So he said, you have grown up as a very responsible young man from the time I met you the first time, can you please continue this behavior of yours? We need you to continue helping this country in the future. And that was so moving. And then because of what he said, I said but I'm I'm not standing for anything now. Mm So I'll I'll tease him and follow up his lead that there's a future for Zambia. So one of the things I did, I said to him before you leave us, old man, can you please have a meeting, or call up a meeting, between President uh, uh, Lungu and the major opposition parties, including uh, HH of UPND? Ask them, where are you taking Zambia from here? Because, us, we used to meet with Nkumbola, and with Ichinuba, to say, we are different, but let us sit down and chat a common course. And the old man took about two, three minutes, Lucy, to think of an answer to me. And at the end of it, I could see his eyes with a bit of twinkle of some tears. And then he says, "Thank you for giving me this, one, my God. I'll carry it out." And he actually did. He called the two people. They met under the church and they were calling each other brother, brother, brother. And then from there, I expected, in fact, that now the brothers would be having a cup of tea every two weeks or every two days. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. So I was now saying, perhaps this independence uh, uh, celebration, I will go back to the old man and say, from where you left, nothing has happened. Can you now find out who else can carry this job since you are getting frail and these people might think all that you are saying is forgotten? Now he goes, and right now there is this message which everybody is getting across. Our country is one Zambia, one nation because of Kaunda and his colleagues. But what I'm asking myself, for those two people whom KK brought together to sit, what how do they assess their meeting now two and a half years later do they think that that meeting was productive what has they achieved now and thank god it goes away when we are having elections if we didn't have elections Lucy and Dr. Kaunda passed on a normal sort of year I was going to ask the head of state and say do like Dr. Kawanda did in 1962. He had to approach the old man in Kumbola. That's how we got our independence. In 1991, he had to accept to have a meeting with the, a, a Dr. Chiruba and that is how we had our elections. What are you going to be? What are? You, what is your legacy? Because right now we are not having a, the kind of environment that people want. That is what I was going to ask. You. Uh, President Lungu to find out how does he evaluate the success of his meeting called by an old man a freedom fighter who was in the bush and fighting for this country and that I hope the pa- people who are trying to lead us now, I hope that is what they are reflecting they should stop talking about who wants what, who has this they should be saying Dr. Kaunda has left us what legacy are we going to pick from him and the legacy is a gift you get from somebody who has gone so what are they picking this is the gift which they will be showing us who are, they? Who are, they? Who are their followers as Part
0: of what they have benefited out of Ganda's life. Yeah, because I mean, Honourable um, Bagande, it's it's easy, um, you know, for many young people. Um, the, the slogan "One Zambia, One Nation" is just that; it is just a slogan. But but back in the day, it 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 signified and meant a lot more. And you've you've sort of sort of given an idea and an inkling of of the thinking behind uh, you know him when he came up with with this slogan when he came about with the idea of. Uh, having dialogue with 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 Harry Kumbula for example, the late Harry Mangakumbula, with with having conversations with with the late uh, Doctor F T J Chiluba, that, that, that was his idea uh, of of bringing people together. And you sort of elaborated just slightly about how you would like to have seen this meeting between the two leaders, you know, come together. But I wonder what significance that teaching, those slogans, those examples, should show us all. Is it about showing to say to us that, look, one of you has to be stronger and has to go above the other and bring yourself to a level? Is that, is that, is that what the basic teaching is here?
2: It, it doesn't have to be that, Lucy. Mm. After Gaunda and his colleagues came up with one Zambia, one nation, and I don't want to describe exactly in which meeting and who actually coined that, but when they left that meeting, they were told, each one of you, go to your, uh, your, what, your province, your district, tell the people that now they don't belong to Mazabuka district, they belong to Zambia. Mm-hmm. You go and tell the people out there in Kashikishi that they don't belong to Luapula, they belong to Zambia. That time anyway, it was called North, uh, northern part of northern province. The Jitandika Kamangas were sent to eastern province Go and tell the people there now that kulevena U Kuba Babruru Nubadani Babururu Bangbola Ba Basparo ba wina and so on. So after that what they decided was that the beginning of a good fruit tree is the seedling. So they said we are going to go for our young people and they decided in 1962, as the they, we got yourself uh, a rule, they decided that they are going to cross students uh, from Eastern Province to Northern Province from Ruapula to Eastern Province from Lusaka to uh, the Westland then and so on. So when I was at uh, Chikankata, then in 1962, we saw these three young people being brought to chikankata And one of them was Joseph Mwale, the son of Steke Mwale. The other one was uh, uh, Wisdom Chanda and another one. And these boys were brought there to start uh, uh, sort of the mixing up. They said, these people have been brought here so that they know how you in Chikankata, most of you who are Tongas live, so that they can be messengers to say, these people who are called Tongas, where we were in Chikankata, they behave like this. These are their traditions, and they are good people. By the time I came to Lusaka in 1964 for my uh, education at Munari, I found now, apart from Chanda and uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Mare who were sent, already it was Mare, a name from Eastern, mm. Chanda, a name from uh, Northern. When they came there, they found Muingas, Muembas, just by the name, by the time they were finishing there, they were not actually from Eastern Province. They were from Zambia. Mm-hmm. And that had a lot of impact on my mind. By the time I came to Munari, then I met people from Northern, Northwestern Province, the Kanganjas and so on, people from Western Province, the Machangis, the Ngambelas and so on. We were all mixed deliberately by the leadership. And this was an idea. Let's go to the budding young people and help them so that by the time they are leaving schools, university, they have be- become one Zambia, one nation. And clearly, uh, uh, Lucy, if you would see the group of university chaps, my group was the first one to come out of the university after four years and when we were coming out we didn't realize where M'yangana came from, where Mandela came from where uh, uh, Chukwanda came from we had a, even a son of Chief Chukwanda and he became my best friend at at university and so on we were mixed and when we went in the infiltrated the civil service we were not talking about mathematics we were not talking about chemical formulas we were talking about formulas of making Zambia under one Zambia, one nation, a great nation. Mm. And our, our vision then was to pick up where these people, the freedom fighters who were in the bush, had now left out, and we said, let us now take the button and move on in the technological world. So this is why, really, it's the young people who have to be worked on. But the young people have to see examples of what elders are doing if you find two three overs oh my classmates at munari or at uh, university of zambia or at nipa you will not know where the three overs come from you even feel comfortable that you can talk to us who are over 70 years as if we are your, what your age mates, because we were told to come together but what is happening now There is a generation now which came somewhere in between, between the youth now and uh, our side, our time and the uh, time of KK. This uh, 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 generation is dividing the country. They want to show who has the best Mercedes-Benz, who has the latest uh, 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 helicopter, who has the latest house. This is not what our forefathers fought for. And most of and these I people. Want so Dr. Magand, most of yes, most sorry. of
0: these people that you speak of, most of them are in in in, in government. In in your time, uh, you know, when you were civil servants, when when you were even a minister, um, we you never hear stories of people having giant mansions, many cars, even helicopters. That was unheard of.
2: It was n- be- not because we couldn't afford it. Mm. It was because Doctor Karanda said. I want to make sure every Zambian moves at the same pace, and that is why one of the equalizers, which is education, he said, no more school. Uh, I mean, school fees. I was brought up and I was paying the school fees because of competitive uh, sort of exams that I used to to have. And most times, when you pass very well, even in the standard four, the government would pay for you. So for me, from the time that I came out of the rugged mountainous Namaida going to Chikankata, I would pay the fees at the beginning and then within three, four uh, months, they come and announce to say, you passed very well the previous grade. So here's your school fees. So I went to Munali in 1964. We started in January. And by about March, I had already gotten my, the first term, I, have, uh, I had already gotten my refund. But in the April or May of that year, the government of President Kawanda said, nobody is going to pay fees now. It was to equalize us. So even as we were growing, if you saw yourself and said, I have now uh, become a senior person, I'm going to buy an expensive vehicle. You would even feel very uncomfortable as you go to your friend's wedding, Most of them, I, my first car was a beautiful BW and it was new, and until I became a a director of uh, uh, planning in
3: agriculture,
2: I was driving a VW. I felt comfortable about it. It used to go to Namaira and being a very strong vehicle, I would go through the mountains there. So, we didn't, we were not brought, brought up in this competitive, kind of world where you have to, to compete. Is According it a- to uh, the people who are there, Zambia was supposed to compete as a country with the other countries on how it was generating and growing its people.
0: Yeah. Is it? I wonder whether it's about competition or whether it's about inculcating this uh, knowledge of what it means to be in public service uh... because i have uncles who, who were in the public service in those days and, and they they often talk about how um you know public service meant um working for your country and not the other way around which is which is uh, which is what we see nowadays in this generation
2: in fact lucy it wasn't even working for your country i want to put it very very simply when he started now telling us about humanism mm. Your public service was working for your neighbor. Mm. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So when I was working in the Ministry of Agriculture and I was told we wanted to start a, a tea production in Zambia, I had a map there and I was told you are now going to Wapula. In Wapula, you go to Kawamba. When you get to Kawamba, you find people there who will take you where? They will show you trees which look like tea that is where we wanted to grow tea when i arrived through the Guru road when i arrived in kawamba i was talking in nyanja because I had learned by nyanja by the time i was at university and uh, i had also somebody area in the village who was teaching me nyanja who got lost from katete so when i arrived there i was speaking in nyanja and everybody said this is our cousin nimbuyewatu watu. I left after one month of touring the whole of uh, the province, people didn't know I was from Namaira in Mazabuka. They They didn't know. So, what we really learned from these people was, if themselves could sacrifice their lives for people they don't know, for the future generations who have not yet been born, who are we to start fighting for myself? So we were always looking for, what do I do for these people out there in Namushakende to be uh, like me? There was no time when I was, uh, Lucy, to say, go to Katete, you'll find them, Mr. there they are growing ground in us. I was just told, there are villagers, they are growing ground in us. Go and talk to them, I identify them, give them a project. And I arrived there, I see they are growing ground in us. By the time I knew the names, it was when I was asking, you know? And then they said, ah, so he knows our language. And I was welcome. And I put up a project for roasting groundnuts in Katete for export to Europe. We used it to export groundnuts. So really, it is the philosophy that was put. Dr. Kawanda said, one Zambia, one nation. Sometimes he would even say, you know, one world, so and so, and we used to recite these things. And they became part of our lives. It was not that we were in a classroom and the people are saying, you sing now One Zambia, One Nation, sing One Zambia." Lucky enough that time, our civics lessons were very, very extensive because every time we have to know who is the Minister of Agriculture, who is the Minister of Finance, and so on. So we started now getting all these names which became just Zambian names. Yeah. We lost track of where these names came from. So, that was our generation. But also, our generation was very lucky, because then we had gone to university now. We were technically competent. So while we are talking to these people, we would try to talk to them in their languages. But if you, I went to Mount Makuru, I'm talking there and trying to explain to old man, uh, uh, Paul Saka, about what the people are doing there, they used their own language. So really, we were perhaps one would say the blessed Lord. Mm-hmm. And even by the time we were able to get a bit of wealth, because we were serving, we, ha- we we knew that we left grandparents or our fathers in. We had to make sure every month you go there, you take them a what a, a, a packet of sugar and perhaps now it is called, you buy them a blanket, blankets which were made in Livingstone, in Kabwe, in Osaka, and these were all from cotton, grown in Mumbra and so on. So, we were looking to develop a Zambia for anybody who is within this geographic boundary who calls himself a Zambian. Mm. Not somebody to say, I come from Zambia, and therefore, me, I can't do this job, because your my supervisor, comes from uh, from Rukuru uh, the, the or anything like that. So really, this is how we were brought, and that is why even by the time now we see uh, many of you spending your money on houses, you don't want even to consult us to say, by the way, you, you spend your money on a big house, what has happened? Those houses, you will leave them. Especially now for me, Lucy, it's a pity that a lot of my friends went ahead of President Kaunda. And they is following them. I, I I see the frustration of those few of us who are left that our children just say, Well, that was your time. That was your time. But what are you going to leave behind and say this is what they did during their time to build a country united in the purpose and in a vision?
3: Mm.
2: I,
0: I'm gonna argue with you a little. So you forgive me for this, I'm gonna argue with you a little. But um yeah. in humanism and there's something that you, you, you said just now a couple of minutes ago when you talked about humanism. And I've heard it this whole week. I've heard and I've heard him say it as well. I've heard the late Dr. Kenneth Kounder say it as well. This idea of loving your neighbor. Loving your neighbor and, and humanism works when you're not in a capitalist society like we are today. Today we're in a capitalist society uh, which is all about competition and it's all about, you know, personal growth, there is no space for a lot of what you're talking about in a capitalist society, is there?
2: Right now, uh, uh, Lucy, if you ask me when I last used that word, mm. capitalism and the <laughs> capital, yeah. it could be 20 years ago. Yeah. Something happened at one point. The people that were divided because of capitalism, socialism, and the communism, they decided themselves. These are just words, Mm. English words. What do they actually mean? If you want to be a capitalist in a society where nobody, nobody has got a shoe, do you know what you do? You go there and talk to those people who are barefooted to say, can you please buy my shoes? And that is how you make your money as a capitalist. Those people, you leave them with a shoe, and then they will give you money, or they will exchange it with a goat, or with a chicken, or with a bag of, of minimum. You can't be a capitalist if there, is no, no, if there are no people to consume your product. So they decided to abandon that. One of the classic examples, Lucy, is China now is the second biggest economy in the world. China has more or less one would say one party. There's a very second party, a small party, that they're related just to appear like there is a democracy. But the same communist party which fought the wars before even Mao Zedong was there, it's there. But what are they doing now? They are looking for the best Chinese to develop the country. So there's nothing like saying, me, I'm a capitalist. Therefore, I will suddenly find myself driving in the in the in what in the best roads in Zambia. Who is going to build those roads if you don't involve the other people? So all these theories and uh, ideologies of how to get rich they have changed now, and that is the whole thing. So if any one of you is still reading how to be rich as a capitalist, <laughs> you read some of these books that you get if you say capitalist nigger have you read the capitalist nigger yeah by, by 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 a nigerian what does he say he says if you went to asia or went even let's say to rome you will find an area called chinese town in the whole of america lucy in los angeles there's Chinatown, and you'll find the chinese there are still using a uh, chopsticks to eat And because they are using chopsticks, the American capitalist who is making his his spoons has no market. So he's trying to tell them, stop using chopsticks, you buy these silver spoons. They are saying, no, 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 you can keep those spoons. We are happy with this. Their life of living is very moderate, and because of that, they have surplus to share amongst themselves. And that is where I, I, I see where you are going now. When you say, me, I want to be the richest person, you can't be rich without consumers. The consumers are the people in Ringaringa. It's the people in Jifubu. Those people in Malota. If suddenly there was a project which says, Malota has been like this since, I don't know, perhaps 2005 when the mines and the railway line arrived, someone says, I'm going to build just two room houses for these people. Do you know that that person will be a billionaire? I will talk those people who are desperate. So we have to realize that economics survives on basically theories of supply and demand. If you are going to produce something, you have to look for the market, and that market can be perhaps be people who are desperate for what you want. Yes. And that is the whole thing that you are not following because you bring a very a, a booger. All the way from Germany, it comes here, and everybody's going to see one car
0: ending by air at the airport. Is that development? It's not. I have to. You've you 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 you've opened a kind of worms here for me, um, and s- and so I need to ask you this because, um, yeah, you talk about um, the market being all about supply and demand. There is mm-hmm. there is a lot of uh, of demand in this country, but there is no supply of um processed finished processed goods back in the day back in the day um in 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 the early days of 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 dr kenneth calendar we used to Mm -hmm. make we used to uh have um processed foods we used to be able to manufacture tires cars Mm -hmm. trucks Mm -hmm. textiles Mm -hmm. so what would it take to build or to rebuild this industrial base that we have considering that we already have the basics we have supply we have demand. Yeah, exactly. We definitely have you demand. Know? But I'm not sure whether we have Lucy, the supply.
2: Lucy, you are really you are a, a, a lucky generation. But I would say you have a case. You are a cursed generation. Mm. The fact that we can go all the way to a foreign country and ask for desiccs for a pupil at the Gawamba primary school just shows how cursed we are. Because one time, uh, as I was Minister of uh, Finance, one of the ambassadors went to Northern Province who we were trying to ask for money to buy districts. And those districts were going to be imported. And then when they arrived there, all the teachers came out of their classrooms, they sat under a tree, and they started uh, the they started asking what the teachers would do. They guided it, basically basically, uh, 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 items they required. One of the things they mentioned was a uh, des- desiccs. We need desiccs here, your, your excellence. So this ambassador from one of these countries that has been very friendly to us, he said, where does, where, what do you produce, how do you produce desiccs? They said, the trees. They said, can you show me a tree here? They said, yes, this one, which is above us. He said, you mean, this uh, desics you are asking for me come from this tree? And they answered very enthusiastic, said, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Then he said, but how do you, I bring money here and exchange it with the owner of this tree so that you can make desics? Then everybody suddenly kept quiet. There is a huge tree by the school, and the school pupils there who are in class and are not being taught how to make a desk from a tree, they want us to go all the way to Asia, to to, to Europe, to go and ask for desks. Now, when you say, is it easy to replicate or reproduce this? What is so difficult about you making sure that as you work in town, you work in your office there, you have a 10-acre plot out there, perhaps in chief uh, commissioner? And over the weekend, instead of going to a club at the, the showground, you go there and you are planting sunflower. You just go there and take two or three boys from Karingaringa and they go and they plant the sunflower. You pay them ten kwacha each, they come back, they'll be richer, and they'll be able to buy pencils in Karingaringa. At the end of the year, take those same boys. If you do that with those boys three four times, then you are converting, converting them now to say, money does not come from going to a football match. Mm-hmm. It comes from the sunflower that we plant. And that is what is a problem with you. Ask any of your child, your, your children and they say, where does the uh, juice come from, orange juice? They will say, from shop right. No, it comes from a fruit tree which you can plant, and in three years you have juice straight from a tree and you have fresh, uh, what, vitamin C so, for me really, what I would want is yes, we had the, uh, 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 nationalists like uh, the likes of Gaonda they wanted to convince us that we had to fight the imperialists who had come here and who were punishing us by their behavior for you Your fight now should be saying, you have these other people who are coming here and they are exploiting your brain. They are using your energy. Your brains are being used by these people to make things that you can make here. Why can't you then make them yourselves? And that is your challenge. Mm -hmm. So it is not a question of really, can we do what you did? You can do even beyond. The question that we are talking about you know that by the time we were uh, trying to develop the connection with the, uh, uh, Mr. Tukwanda, his minister, and I was uh, in the ministry, we didn't know that the hussics, which were removing, and the, the nut was being sold openly, the hussics, you know, Lucy, they were being packed and taken by a foreigner who was working there. And finally, I said, but whenever I come to inspect here, you are saying, the Haseks are, are very toxic. Where are the days? That's when one of the, the Zambians said, no sir, these people pack this at night, a truck comes from Lusaka, they fly these Haseks to their country. There is beautiful what, uh, lubricating oil in these Haseks. So you can go beyond that. I, even the current problems that we have of COVID. Do you know that in malaria, for example, the treatment for malaria now is quite young. Coatium comes from a tree called Atemisia. And it was being grown in China. But when the Chinese now started rushing into towns, there are no more peasants or small-scale farmers who grow it. So now, the people in East Africa who have been growing pyrethrum for insecticides, they are growing Artemisia. They are rich, rich villagers in, 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 in Tanzania and Kenya growing this plant, which finally goes back to a country in the west and where they are making quantum tablets so our opportunities are there it is you to sit now saying our grandparents were exploited by these colonialists we can't be exploited also now because we have to do something else so these are some of the things that we are saying that you are blessed because just by a touch of a small equipment called a, a, a computer. You can Google how do you produce, a, 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 what, u- u- sardine oil. We had premium oil, we were growing sardine, we were growing groundnuts, and we were sunflower, and we were sitting there. But for you now, you don't even have to travel out. Just sit on your computer and say, how can I produce this from this tree? How do I produce this from this animal? and all this knowledge is all accumulating the richest place now in Zambia in terms of knowledge are these cemeteries intelligent people are going away especially the last human, a few months a lot of your age people have gone two days ago i was reading about our, one of our best physics uh, scientists he passed away and the other day we lost uh, so many you are actually in a position that you can be as big in terms of stature as any of the countries around. Countries in the Scandinavian area, they grew out of growing timber. I won't mention the countries, but they grew by just being timber producers. From timber they started making even timber boats. Every house, Lucy, you will find an item from timber. And we have the it mukula. It's all going. is selling it and they're keeping money out there. We are still doing the wrong things. And as long as we don't realize we can produce our own door frames, window frames, desks from our own mukula, all we need is equipment. And that equipment, you can import it on the internet. This country has got everything it takes to be a very, very wealthy. Country of rich people, people that can brag around like we used to brag those days. Anybody who saw a Zambian outside Zambia, they said, Copper. And then from there, they say, Yes, yes, copper. And then from there, they said, I wonder, peace. Zambia has never had any ethnic fights. No. The fights that came about, the revolutions like the Sinners, it was religious. Like Mushara. It was something personal. I mean, he was just not happy that he didn't get a promotion. We have never fought across an ethnic tribe fighting another one. That was for the Shakas, whose uh, children and grandchildren ran away from South Africa to come to start now doing in Chara in Eastern Province. That was for one who ran away from the South to come into Western Province and start raiding the Tongas to take our beautiful women and the cattle you have an opportunity that nobody in history has had but you are squandering it this time now you are beginning to learn the geography of who is tonga who is the who is this and unfortunately you only know about four or five names of tribes what about the Chokwe? where do you know where the Chokwe are found why don't you talk about them and help them to develop Mm
0: Uh, Honorable Magande, okay. I, I want to take a break so I can invite people to call in because I know there are a lot of people that want to ask you a question or two. So if you can just stay on the line for me, let me let me take a very short break uh, and then okay. I'll come back and I'll take phone calls. Uh, if there's if you want to call in, you can uh, our phone line this morning zero nine seven eight eight nine five eight nine five at zero nine seven eight eight nine five eight nine five. If you want to call and ask uh, our guest this morning, uh, Honorable uh, Ngandu Magande is on the line uh, with us. So we'll take your, your calls on 0978 895
4: 895. We also spoke to uh, members of uh, our communities just to find out uh, their reflections on the legacy of uh, the late Dr. Kenneth Count. We are all one. We are all one. Inta 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 mara dini kita mara inta mara inta mara dera wala kazi mukwa vizari na wakashevo, eja. kuli de na mulozi mutonga na walu mulozi muvemba aniaramu mlozi, kuli aniaramu vemba, mlozi aniaramu mtonga. Kwa dakuli, tava kuzuwa kana siku uliunawe atusquare zashodi, ulusquare sopo na mieni wana. Watu wamkache kulevex manakuli, e baba fofu front, ya kuawa Zambia fara valiva la ya one zambia, one nation one zambia, one nation, tu aso sika WMD, zambia kina elimu akuna kuli umuswewu, umumunda, umulozi, umubemba, umutonga, we are all one Politically, YFDD, yunipi, YMMD, YPF, uh-uh. we are all one
2: the late sermon masaka pepe The great friend of KK is my uncle. We fought together with the old man. Normally, we go to his house, we could have meals there. He used to tell us, a young man, you have to be strong enough. You have to make sure that whatever you start, you have to make it to a conclusion he is a great son of Africa
0: that's uh some thoughts of uh members of the community let me get a couple of calls uh hello good morning good morning good morning, good morning. Uh, how are you sir what's your name uh, mr x mr x dr is listening go ahead with your question uh, or contribution
5: uh, your uh, contribution Dora, go ahead i think the message is that i thank uh, our lord in heaven for our leaders who have wanted knowledge in ourselves so we should soldier on from where they have ended, so that we continue? And um, aging Mozambians will be united. We have other problems. Covid-19. What what elections? Not even an issue. Okay. Well, furthermore, uh, what I mean is that even ourselves being the leaders today, we should also uh, they transfer this knowledge which our parents uh, have imparted into in ourselves. It's not an issue, it's not a joking issue. It's not an issue to be accepted about. But we are who we are because we originate from uh, learned persons, learned parents, given parents, such as uh, people who are in authority and those who left authority. But the message is one. Uh, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, listen, thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. X. 0978 um, if you would like to get in touch with us this morning. Uh, hello, good morning. Mm, good morning. Uh, morning sir. Good morning. How are you?
3: Good morning, Honorable. Good morning. All right, I'm fine. Uh, thank, you. Uh, thank you very much, first of all, for the program. Yeah, I uh, really learned a uh, lot from it. But my concern is that. Uh, As you indicated, Honorable, we are, we as the country, we have everything that it takes for this country to be economically stable and financially powerful. But uh, my concern is that we have powerful economies who are highly educated in this country. And this country, over years, has been rallying behind in terms of development, failing to utilize our basic raw materials so that this country can be brought to the map that is required. What has been really the challenge, book? having on ground that we have good economists who can bring forward to the knowledge that is required for this country for really it to diverge, where economy to diverge economically? Mm. What has really been the challenge when we have everything it takes in terms of knowledge, power of mm.
0: economists? Yeah. yeah, it's a very, very good question, Honorable Gandhi, um, Many economists, many. Uh, uh, the resources are there. Why are we lagging behind?
2: We are lagging behind because of the the current Zambian. Mm. I have been working in the banking sector. I started with the Lima Bank, I went to Zanaco, I went to Ministry of Finance. What puzzles me is that since the time that I started associating with the banks in 1965 that's when I opened my account working with Barclays Bank. I have rarely met a Zambian who proudly stands up and says, For me, you know why I am like this? It's because I helped Mr. Muganda to be where he is. If you walk in the end of the banks now in Zambia, you will not find people from outside Zambia. The managing directors are Zambians. They are Zambians from our villages. But you just go there and say, I want to see the credit manager. I have a small project. I want to buy five uh, uh, goats and so on. The same person you were with at Kamunana at at Secondary School would deny you 2,000 kwacha. That is why I'm saying you are not identifying who your members who your brothers are, who your sisters are. You are there as managing director of this international bank whose major deposits are coming from the civil service and the civil service has no white people. It has no yellow people. They are all black, born in Zambia. Go to any one of these. But the only uh, pride I give myself, Lucy, is that both at Mnali, at Zanaco, at at Ministry of Finance, I can point to people who came to my office. And I helped them to get a small piece of land out there in Mumba. I helped them to get at least a bus, a mini bus. When I was Minister of Finance, I was saying, How do I help the person who is out there whom I can't see in Rundazi? I said, The only way I can do is work hard so that they quite appreciate. These people want to quite appreciate. Even a person from Rundazi will be able to go to Dubai and buy things for his business, but we don't have that spirit of helping your neighbor. That is why uh, the President Kaunda's motto, love your neighbor as you love yourself, has to be a motto that uh, goes beyond just your relatives and so on. I have tried to start some organizations to help people to come together. They'll be coming because I'm the one calling them. Immediately I leave and I stop attending the meetings. They break up. Sometimes two people will come together. They go to CEC, see see, come into a partnership for a project. Immediately they make the little money. The other one says, no, I'm able to run on my own. You can't, like I say, you need your neighbor. Whether he's bringing, he can or he's bringing his mouth as a consumer of a commodity that you produce. There is no other problem. And right now, all these banks are run by Zambians. When I was at Finance one time, I called all these big, big uh, Zambians in the banking world. I said, look after your own relatives. These are the people who are called Zambians but it doesn't work. So, what do these foreign banks do? When they have a lot of deposits, they externalize it, the money goes to another country, you go there, you find your friend whom you were together at Massachusetts University, is running a prosperous company there. Now, money from Zambia is being taken out of the country. There is just too much, like you said, Lucy, there's too much greed. Personalization of things. You want it to warn the whole of Zambia. What about the other related zombies scattered all over in Munrunga, in the, what in Tabiza? Where do you want them to be?
0: But it can't. It can't be that basic, can it, uh, Doctor Maganga? I, I don't know. I mean, people will expect. People will expect this uh, uh, very uh, uh, elaborate, uh, you know, explanation on how we can get from where we are to another level, and they might think, "Well, it can't be love, can it?" It can't just be what? as
2: basic as love. Now, now, uh, Lucy, I have been around and all these problems have given me headaches mm. to solve for, the, for other people. Mm. When I was now minister responsible for planning, we came up with a vision in 2030 with the late Manawasa. In that vision, you will see what we are trying to do. We wanted government to work with the private sector to own nurseries. Change the slabers for schools. There's no need for my grandchild still learning that Livingston discovered the Victoria Falls. It doesn't help them in any, any way. So we wanted to get just the slabas to make sure that people as younger age perhaps five years in the nursery like some country I went to in in Asia, are able to understand what how a car moves. This is just a calculator which has walls, and allows the people to go somewhere where pistons and then move. So, this was the idea of Vision 2030. Already President Manawasa was saying, by 2010, we must revive national service. And he told me, I know you have been to West Indies where we went to learn about this national service. I want national service which is now appropriate for the Zambians who is here. So, Vision 2030 was supposed to try to change the mindset of the Zambians. We started a program called Culture Remodeling. I wanted, personally, when I go to uh, uh, any of these big, big areas, like where the rich people are, I wanted to say, there's no need for you to buy this pot, which was made out in a foreign country. The chaps out there in my port are able to mold a pot that you can use for the next 20 years. So we started featuring these industries that are being done our people with the view that we make them patent those things. There is now something that, Lucy, you use when you want to eat food with a bucket and a stand. Mm. That thing was brought to a cabinet meeting under Manawasa by somebody who was at the University of Zambia. And the president was excited. He says, now we are going to fight the because everybody in the home will be able to afford this with water they will wash their end, and then from there i talked to somebody at the i said can you help this gentleman to patent this thing he said ah but this is just from a compound right now how many of those things are there and the chap who invented it is unknown we can't continue in that direction so when you go into public service don't think of yourself think of how the other people can be able to move in their lives by your contribution. So, most of these things can only be done by government. The government is not just there and they are called the civil servants, and you are working at the Ministry of Education. Every time you are waiting, how many children pass? Passing an exam on saying who, who, who died of the digital mission, that is very simple. It has nothing to do with the development of the child. The child who is out there at the, uh, Karundira, he must know what uranium does to water. So that as the uranium is spraying in the water and it gets ready, he shouldn't say they through a dead body, that is the blood of a murdered person. He should understand. A person who is out in Samtia, he should, by the time he is five years old, he should be able to swim 100 meters. Would have had champions in swimming from Samtia. Because people are learning how to swim at an early age, because that is the environment. But you find somebody saying, I want to go to NRDC to go and do agriculture. And I asked if it's one of my, my grandchildren from Monze, where were you learning? Oh, I went to Lusangu, and now I have finished. I said, what do you want to go and learn at NRGC? I want to go and learn agriculture. I said, what is agriculture? Oh, how to look after cattle. K- 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 this chap should be like me. I knew how to, what an animal looks like when I was 85 years old. A chap from Mazabuka uh, must leave that place and only come here to interact with other people who have money, who have other ideas. He should already know how to make cheese from what? From milk, from goat. Yeah. Let me say t- That is the role of government.
0: Yeah. Let me let me take one last call, Honorable, uh, because we're almost out of time. Let me take one last call. Um, hello, good morning. Morning, how are you? All right, thank you. How are you? If you can make it uh, quick and brief. I would like
5: to find out from,
0: uh, from Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah. I would like to find out from
2: Mohamed um, We cannot avoid talking about this when we hear different like Bernardo you know, Magande. Uh, What specifically needs to be done and what is the PF doing wrong? I think the elephant in the house now is the date that we are servicing.
5: What should be done as urgent as possible?
3: Okay.
2: What, what What has already not been done was that when the PF came into power, They decided and agreed that anybody who was in the MMD, uh, in the government or in a parastatal, we don't want them to join our government. So I want to tell you that I have never been called by anybody in the MMD, in the PF government to discuss anything to do with Zambia's development. And that is what I'm saying. You can not run a country and leave some of the people in the country. Even if somebody, even if I was a lame person, I had no legs, but the brain was there. Use me to get my ideas and implement them, take them to people with legs who can use my idea. The PF missed it at that point. That is why when I was busy advising them don't go to the street to borrow money I was called a lunatic and I told the chap Chinama. I said can you get ready? the pf are already now saying I'm going to come to an institution so that you can look at my brain because I have become a lunatic until we get where we are now it's gonna be a very difficult issue to handle but as it happens if you go up and you want to get honey You should be ready to be bitten by the the bees. The bees now are biting TF. They don't know now how to get this honey. So that is the difficulty that when you have people who want just to say, this is mine, you can't want a country. You can't want a minister of agriculture. You are just a public servant there. What do you own there? is an office. And like I said during our time, even a pen I was given to write notes in the office. When it finished, I had to go and beg for another pen from somebody. So, this is the time for the campaign, unfortunately. And the people are going to think I'm campaigning for anybody and I'm campaigning perhaps even for myself. I'm not. But I wanted to express this now. as I, I, I drop my tears for President Kawanda, who brought us together, that the country is now asunder. And the, the, the onus is on the people who are in government. It's not your government, it's my government. I have a claim on you for the salary that you get out of uh, 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 the taxes that you are getting. Yeah. So, just... that debt issue is going to be a very difficult issue. But I hope that whoever comes in government after 12 August, be it here or be it another another uh, what another uh, another party and another leader, please look for the best money power you have to help you. Become a yeah. did I just, that. I just, so, sorry, 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 a, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry Dr. Magande,
0: uh. Can I just, I just want to say uh, one thing because I know we, we might be losing a, a couple of our audiences uh, who uh, we who, who are streaming with. Uh, we might lose you, uh, but I want to keep you on for a couple of minutes. Um, I, I, I just want to say, is there a lesson that we can learn? You know, I mean, when we go back into history, 1964, uh, you know, uh, we gain our independence. Uh, you know, history books will tell us that there were very few educated Zambians. Um, but I wonder, is there something that uh, the late Kenneth Kaunda did to ensure that the country keeps moving, considering the fact that there were very few educated people? And I say this only because of what you've just said, which is that nobody called you. It's a disease that we have in this country where, if you look back to when UNIP lost power, uh, a lot of their ideas, a lot of what they had was thrown away. Um, is Are there lessons that we can learn from, from the late KK on how do we handle, how do you handle a change of government in terms of not losing ideas? How do you handle that?
2: Right now, that's why people are saying you are very lucky. You have computers now. When I went to the Ministry of Finance, I found a computer there, still in a box, a carton box. I asked the assistant, what is in here? She says a computer. I said, but you supposed to be on the desk. She said, well, it just came recently. So, poor old man, many years had no opportunity of using a computer. When I arrived, I had been working for an international organization in the middle of Europe as Secretary General of ACP. I was computer literate, so everything I did as a civil servant, a public, and a public officer. I put in the computer. We were taught at Nipez, a public officer, you record in a meeting like this one we are discussing you recorded. I recorded that. When I was leaving, I left the computer there, the, the, the hard board of the computer in the ministry. And I told my secretary to say, if the, you want any explanation, if the new minister wants any explanation, let him call me now you have a, a, an opportunity that all this memory is kept you have an opportunity i decided to write a book which i call my footprint if you ask these people in the government or in some of these parasites, how many have read it they are not interested mm-hmm. Where do you get the other knowledge if you don't move together the success that i seemed to have done at the ministry of finance it was because i had an opportunity to be director. of a budget in 1981 for the whole government. From there I went to run companies that were handling billions of kwacha giving out to the public. And I said to myself, I came all the way from Namaira, like they say, and to Namaira I'll go back. Why do I want to amass 10 billion and I go to Namaira? Why would I use it? I, then when I get there, I start eating wild fruits, just like my relatives are doing. Now, I left all that information. But people can't even read books. They can't even go to, to, to use computers. They can't even use their fellow human beings. How do you expect to develop a country in that way? So, what you saw is my success in terms of the discipline that I introduced, that is the Minister of Finance. In it, five and a half years, I never took one part of public money. It was because during President Kaunda, I was taught public things are public things. Who will pay you just a small uh, amount to make sure that you look after yourself and your family. This was inculcated in me, and it kept going on with me. Even now, if you came home here, when my wife is going for shopping, she makes a shopping list. She learned this in 1974 after our marriage, and she has kept that in her head. Now, if you don't want to learn anything from other people, that is how you end up being an inventor. If you want another person to come and start inventing a plane when the right brothers already did that, your job is to innovate and to improve on what somebody has left. And unfortunately, we are running the country, not even as a family. Because in a family, when the elder dies, they always choose to say, who can take over the responsibility of the family. But in Zambia, we just get rid of everybody. We become enemies. From I have been asking myself, who in PF, who came to my office when I was minister for five and a half years, who was not allowed to see me? Now I will tell you even something which people don't know. The Secretary General of PF, when he was the MP in Ruapule, he used to walk into my office. and the MP for PF, they would come there, come down. When are we getting? When are we getting CDF? And I tell him, oh, for that side we are going to release it in this month. He goes there, he tells his constituents that now is Secretary General of PF he doesn't want to hear about myself, the, the Minister of Finance. And notice where I used to, to allow him to come. And he had even no fear. He would sit there and have a cup of tea. He never even felt threatened. How do you run a country if you leave out half of the country for no reason at all? Mm-hmm.
0: One last you question. Can't. One last question, Dr. Magrande, then I'll let you go. Uh, wh- what, is, what, is your, what is your lasting message to Zambians on on three things. Number one, on rebuilding uh, this economy that a lot of people say is falling. Um, Dealing with, um, you know, tribalism. And again, it only happens in politics. It's not everywhere else. It only happens in politics. And and lastly, a free and fair election.
2: The thing that I would want to appeal to, if you are not prepared even to pick one thread of who Gaunda was and what he did, please don't go to his, to his house to go and moan him. He's not interested. He can't even hear you. What you should do is do as I do, as I did, and not what I said. Because he can't say now. If you are going to say emulate Dr. Kaunda, emulate him in the right way. And don't shed tears for the cameras. It, 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 it doesn't help anybody. This was a great person as an individual. His children are great people, as you see them. If you went to yesterday and see how uh, Panji is living, he is living like my grandfather. He doesn't see, he says, "But what is wrong if I can still have a pair of uh, shorts and move like this? But this is the whole thing. You have learnt too much of Western world, you have seen a lot of films, and a lot of even your grandchildren, can't even distinguish the acting on the stage and the, the other things. When they say MacGyver, they think that is real. That is all an act. It is even worse than the people who play football. That this is what now you are going, you are doing. You are just pretending that you love your country. Let us go back because, like I say, we have the resources. Government is there to equalize the people out there in Namaira and the people out there in, in Chadli can be equalized by the government. They are the only one who know who is moving in the right direction and you choose that ask the other people to move so I want the president taking over next uh, August to start saying I want to dream leave me to dream for a one, three weeks just lock him up uh, at the uh, 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 at a game to dream of what he wants to do with Zambia. After that, he can call up a meeting. All these presidents used to have meetings at the Murungoshi International Center. We even had an endeavor after that meeting I'm talking about in 1974. From there, the Minister of to organized a meeting where we are now discussing Zambia's future. And that is when we came up with all these ideas of what do we do with this commodity and so on and so on. So, you have an opportunity, but please don't go to a meeting out there in the Namara and you don't know that the wealth of Namara is the plain, the uh, the water in Teji Teji, the, the cattle, that the people who can develop those things are the people in Namara. So, those are some of the things I want to say. I'm happy, Lucy, that a lot of young people have decided to stand in these elections, either at council level or at pres- presidential level. But please, stop mentioning other people's names when you go. If you go and you end up at Senanga, don't talk about this man, what he did. Who doesn't even come from there? Those people don't even know him. They don't even know who you are talking about. They want to see what kind of knowledge do you know about Senanga and what are you leaving them with? What are you offloading there as part of your equalizing those people with where you come from in the mm.
0: Honorable Magande, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh you I wish I could hold on to you for a lot longer, but unfortunately I can't. Uh but thank you so much for speaking to us this morning.
2: It has been a pleasure and uh I just prayed for the family of, of the old man, and like I said when I went to the house, we grew up as friends, please, we are there, okay, we are getting older, but we can still be laughing because even just laughter, a talk uh, is going to help to basically, you forget that the old man did wonderful things for some of us, and they will never forget him whatever happened. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, much. There,
0: there's somebody who actually sent me a text. Uh, sorry, uh, I need to I need to ask you this question. There's somebody who sent me a text while while we we're having this conversation, and they they referenced a, a a part of your book. There's a there's a there's a there's a part in your book in which you talk about. Um, and I'm just going to read. I'm sorry, I'm going to read a quote from your own book. Um, there's a part in your book where you say, apart from independent Namibians who offered placements of Zambians in their new administration, the other, the other beneficiaries of this costly sacrifice often forget the contribution. Of Zambians to their liberation, even when the matter of compensation to Zambia of the 14 billion US dollars assessed in lost infrastructure was discussed in regional meetings or at the United Nations, support from the beneficiaries has been weak. Is this something that we need to revisit? This is the question. Is this something that we need to revisit? Uh, Revisit going back to the United Nations, going back to our neighbours to say, look, we helped you out. Uh, Would like you know? I know you talk about love your neighbour, but you know, do you wanna? You want to help us out?
2: But, but, but you you know where we get misled. Mm. People say, no, we can't resist that.
3: Mm.
2: But do you know that in the last few years, few months now, the government of Germany has decided to compensate the tribes in Namibia who were actually, whose uh, relatives were killed? Yeah. The people in Europe, they still are hunting for Hitler, for him to account for what happened. But the problem we have is that, while when we, are, when we are forming these regional bodies, some of us were looking to, to the back and to say, this is the forum where will bring up these ideas. When we brought the ideas, especially now that some of the people who helped to create them are no more there, I don't know what the young people are discussing now. Because those are the issues that we, have been, we should be discussing. We have historians at the university they are now talking about these elections that's not history go back in the archives you want to know who is the minor soko those young people who think that hospital is named after somebody unknown that was the first female freedom fighter she was on the regular there and she was killed by the rebels when they started getting killing the Zambians. so that is the history you need to bring up you can go to the UN, they will tell you who came here to do a, a study on Zambia's destabilization before independence. And they will show you the documents. The complication is left after they will hide the, the, what, the documents because they will think, if Zambia got 14 billion now, they will just write a check for the date of 12.9 billion, the rest of the money they will give it to the citizens under fertilizer food support program. But that is what you should be looking for. Don't forget the, where you came from. And a lot of people just say, ah, I haven't been home. That is why, me, I said no, I will record where I came from. And that is history, which is never going to die. So it's an issue which can be raised, yes, because Zambia suffered for liberating the other people. And like I said, because then it was political, it was then by freedom fighters, They couldn't even write anything on a Namibian president. He's the one who said, can you send some of your uh, seniors and what experienced civil servants to help me build up? And I know the director general for Zambia's planning here went to Namibia and helped them. And you know, recently, a famous one of our famous legal minds, His Lordship is Lungwe. Uh, He he was in Namibia. He he belonged to the Namibian High Court. There are the people who are deciding issues there. But the others want to pretend that Zambia didn't do anything. Anyway, thank God he has taken Kaunda because he will not suffer any more of this humiliation of people who are completely ungrateful.
0: Honorable Magande, thank you once again for speaking to us this morning thank you my dear thank, thank you, you very much thank you very much that is uh, honorable Nanduma magande speaking to us this uh, morning on the uh, our zambia uh, program supported by you know oxfam and the uh, civil society poverty observatory group uh, the conversation continues uh, on our, on our social media platforms you can follow uh, you know the conversations uh, there you can leave your comments as well uh, we will speak to you in the next 2 weeks uh, we're back again on diamond tv on wednesday next week Zambia.
1: (laughs) So this is Zambia. It's a country that we enjoy, but I'd love to see a Zambia where developments are taking part in all the parts of the country. I would love to see rural areas having plenty schools as well. A situation where pupils would go to school not in a distant category where they reach schools tired, making them unable to learn or to concentrate in classes properly. Situations where we have hospitals everywhere in rural areas, concentration must also be there where we see our maternity wings working properly with our mothers uh, people delivering without problems or for any ailments people can walk easily to reach the healthy facilities minus walking which may at some point deprive them an opportunity to life 56 years of independence The Great Republic. Join in the discussion every other Thursday at 9 hours with the support of Oxfam in
3: Zambia.